Hello, and welcome to this week's sermon podcast from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Here we preach the good news of Jesus Christ. Whether you find the message to be uplifting or challenging, comforting or even unsettling, we hope it'll help you grow in faith and your relationship with God. Thank you for listening. To God be the glory. Good morning. Our first reading is from Acts chapter 4. The next day, the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there, along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, By what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures, where it says, The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Here ends the reading. We will now read Psalm 23 responsively. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. The second reading is from 1 John chapter 3. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth, so we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings, and he knows everything. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence, and we will receive from him whatever we ask, because we obey him and do the things that please him. And this is his commandment. We must believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, 
and love one another, just as he commanded us. Those who obey God's commandments remain in fellowship with him, and he with them. And we know he lives in us because the spirit he gave us lives in us. Here ends the reading. Please stand for the reading of the gospel. Our gospel lesson today comes from the 10th chapter of John. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run. They will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him. He isn't their shepherd. So a wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money. He doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep. They know me just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice. There will be one flock. There will be one shepherd. The Father loves me because I sacrificed my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. For I have the authority to lay it down when I want to. And I also to take it up again. For this is what the Father has commanded. You may be seated. So I thought I'd include a disclaimer in this week's sermon. I, I'm known to get a little excitable and energized or kind of just like a lot of the stuff that's in the Bible, I get pretty pumped about it. Today is no exception um, because it's Good Shepherd, right? And we're Good Shepherd. That's already pretty cool. I'm already excited about it. And we're talking about love, right? Love is something I feel like we should give our full attention to considering it's a pretty pivotal part of uh, who we are as Good Shepherds. Not just Good Shepherd, we're Good Shepherds too. We imitate our Creator. So I'm very excited to be talking about love. So if you're not into that kind of sermon, I got sour news for you today. Um, I am thrilled about this. Uh, that's an appropriate thing to be talking about too as we're discerning in this time of stewardship. As we're talking about how are we going to give of ourselves, our time, our possessions, resources, treasures... I hope when you're considering that with your estimated giving card, you're thinking about the ways that Good Shepherd loves. How do we care for the world? How do we impact them with this great story? Another reason I'm excited is because I got to share that video with you about manna and hear how people are sharing this love with one another across age demographics, sharing this good news story. Another reason I'm excited is because we're going to have two baptisms this week. So we had one yesterday. I'm already super thrilled about it. We're going to have another one. Super pumped about that one too. Another reason I'm excited is because after this, then we have our new members coming this evening. And I love talking to the new members about how they are experiencing the love of this community and how they hope to join in, share their gifts in loving a world in need. And I just, I'm pumped, folks. It's a good time to be good shepherd. It's a good time to be good shepherds. I think this is something special. I think the reason I love this is because these are the things that are revealing God's hope for what it looks like to be a community on mission. A community that draws people in. I love that line. There are those that are not from my flock, but I'm calling them too. And they'll know my voice. And they'll know that voice is a voice of love. I'm so excited to see what a community looks like to be so concerned with the matters in 1 John, which tells us the good shepherd as followers of Jesus Christ 
We love not just in words and thoughts, but in truth and action. That's a powerful thing. That's what brings the sheep to the shepherd. That's the kind of love I want to talk about today, this love of Jesus. What it looks like for us, good shepherds in training, to love like Jesus. That's our responsibility. That's what we're being called to do, shaped to do. Um, I like the line too, we know what love is because of how God showed us love. We all know what love is by how we have been shown love in good ways and bad ways. Myself included, I'm a pretty joyful, gluttonous extrovert who uh, likes to like things and feel happy and make jokes. And Pastor Alice points out, she's like, man, you're all about pain avoidance, huh? And I'm like, yes, yes I am. Because I don't like to be uncomfortable. I don't like to feel sad. I don't like any of those things. So you'll see me making a lot of jokes if a room starts getting a little tense because I just have a hard time with that. Now, I don't know, though, how good of a shepherd that makes me when it comes to having two lovely children that can get very upset sometimes. Sometimes I don't know if I'm being that good of a shepherd. I remember this one time, um, I was home with Harvey, he was two, and uh, Emily and Amelia there, they were off, I assume, having the best day ever. Um, But I was home with Harvey, and Harvey was having a day of it, a time of it. And I was trying real hard to be very empathetic. And it just kept happening. He was not having the best day ever. He was having the worst day, and it was all my fault. And I was just getting so fed up. By the time Emily comes in after what was, I'm sure, just the greatest day, they come into me going, Harvey, I don't know what to tell you, my dude. I don't know. If you're going to do this, go somewhere else. Give me a second, man. Like, go cry over there or something. And Emily gives me that look like, you want some advice? And I'm like, no. No, because he's wrong. He's two. I can't be wrong. I'm an adult, you see. And if you were here and saw the things that I saw, you'd understand why I'm saying this. And she's like, you want some advice? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's hear it. The good shepherd Emily is, because I think elementary school teachers by nature, they're just good shepherds. So she comes by and just really casually points out, she goes, "Um, just so you know, he's not actually giving you a hard time. And I go, you should have seen him. And she says, no, he loves you. And he's having a hard time. And he's coming to you for help. <gasps> Busted. She walks by like, hm, that's, it. that's it. And she does the right thing as a good shepherd and goes and comforts our son. And I'm sitting there going, I think we all know what that feels like, you know. We all get there. I'm... I'm learning. How do you be a better good shepherd for these kids? How do we teach them how to love like Jesus loves? And I think of the good shepherd, and I think of that we don't just love in words and thoughts. We love in truth and action. And the good shepherd knows the sheep, and most importantly, the sheep know who the good shepherd is. They know because the good shepherd is there for them. There for them to the very end. When hard times come, when the sheep are threatened by the wolves, they aren't scattered to their own rooms to deal with their problems by themselves. The shepherd stands with them. The shepherd is for them and even lays down his life for them. The good shepherd is there. And the sheep know they won't be abandoned. And what I had taught my son in that moment was unfortunate because I'm saying, I'm with you if you're happy. 
I'm with you if you're doing what you're supposed to do. However, at your worst, nah, dude, you're going to have to take that somewhere else. And that's not something I want to teach my kids. That's not something the good shepherd tells us. When you're at your worst, you go be by yourself. Even when we were dead to sin, enslaved to sin, drowning in our sin, God jumps in. It's the worst we could do. How about try to kill God? And God still comes back and says, I'm with you. Still sets this table of mercy and says, come, eat, be fed, be forgiven. Why? Because I love you. That's a tough one. I think we've all felt that, though, anxiety. That we're all basically just two-year-olds who are afraid someone's going to find out that we're not so great, that they're not going to be able to see us at our worst we have these ideas about, well, I'm a fraud, right? Or I'm, I'm not up to the challenge. I'll never get a promotion if my boss knows that I'm having a hard time with this task. So I can't let anybody know. I can't let friends know that I don't have everything together because they'll leave me. And they'll run away. And I'll be scattered. And I'll no longer have that connection I want. And I think that's a question then that the church has to ask themselves. About how we reflect this love of the Good Shepherd. We're Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. We should be good at this, right? Ask ourselves the question, how are we being good shepherds? How are we loving in truth? How do we love all people, every bit of them? We proclaim boldly that God loves us. We proclaim these things. God loves us when we're dead to sin and still sets that table. So how are we being so bold with one another in our love and truth? In baptism, we say we are with you to the very end. It's very moving. Baptisms are my favorite because we all get to say together, do you want to support these kids? And what do we all say? We say, we do. We say it with a bunch of them and bigger because we do. We love them. But I hope we don't just love them in words. I hope we love them in truth and in action. When kids show up on Sunday, maybe they're here because uh, they have to be here. That's just where the family goes. You can't leave them at home. But maybe they're here. Hopefully they're here to see a community that adores them. A community that is grateful for their presence. I hope members are the same. We're not here just because we need to. We're here because we're going to see all these people to worship a God who loves and to be loved. Where they'll say, even in the midst of hard times, they were with me no matter what. We've got to be ready to love them, not just in good times, but in challenging times. That's what I think is the hard question about how we become good shepherds. Truth in action, the truth part, you know, that loving their whole selves. The other part is action. I feel like Good Shepherd might be very good at this because we are incredibly busy. Did you notice that? Very busy congregation. You know, the last three weeks when we were talking about uh, HTF, uh, Haitian to Moon Foundation, the Children's Foundation, the sponsorships, we did close to 40 sponsorships. That's $14,000. That's not just saying we want to support something. That's action. You know, when we go to um, Taft Elementary, uh, it's not like 10 people go see a bunch of kids, like 30 kids. It's like 30 people show up for 27 kids. <laughs> that's just not words. That's action. That's really something. So when we say we want to form the faith of young people, old people, Middle people, all people, when we say that we want all of us to share and grow and serve, when we've developed manna, we've developed opportunities, we've got so many ministries for us to engage that truth. 
together. In Nana, we haven't segregated children based on how old they are. We don't say, grown-ups go here, kids go here, and you're, you know, compartmentalized off. No, we say we're all in this together because we are one flock with one shepherd. That's what we're doing. That we're together. All of us are with them, showing them in loud, clear voice that you are loved, you are supported. We are good shepherd. I think what good shepherd looks like at its best is it looks like when we ask our kids, when we ask members about good shepherd, they would say, they love me at my best, they love me at my worst, they walked with me when I felt surrounded, they fed me when I was hungry, they are my people. It would sound like from children, even when I was eight years old, people I didn't know by any other means except by going to church would let me know that they are proud of me, would let them know that they are with me and they love seeing me here on Sundays and they celebrate with me in my triumphs and they weep with me in my struggles. They were interested in who I was. They knew that I was somebody who was worthy of love and respect. They listened to me. I wasn't just a, a token youth to be brought up in front of the, se- the, the service to go, hey, they're the kids. I knew we were doing a good job. No. They're loved for who they are. They're known for who they are. They're honored for who they are, which is a part of this body, a part of this flock. They wanted God to know They wanted me to know that God loved me. And even more than that, they wanted me to know that they loved me. That's what good shepherds do. That's a kid, that's a family, that's a disciple that knows the sound of the voice of God. They know by how it was shared with them, not just in words, but in truth and in action in your presence, incarnational love. So if any of you are interested in sharing that good news in a more personal way, there are ways. We have so many ministries for you to get in touch, to be with one another. Come to Manna, check it out. Come to Haiti, check it out. Go to Taft, check it out. Be a part of this because this is what it looks like to be good shepherds. And if you can't, how are we supporting it? How are we supporting it with our words? How are we supporting it with our prayers? How are we supporting it financially? How are we doing this good thing here of being good shepherds? Because I guarantee when we do, we will hear those voices and we will be blessed by them. Just like in the video. I'm always surprised, he says, to hear these kids of all ages sharing what God's doing in their life. Be blessed by it. But then bless them as well with your words of encouragement and support. Show one another. You are with them. Let them know nothing's going to scatter the flock. Nothing they can do will separate them from this place. A very important thing for us to share with our children, with our teenagers, with adults, that we are with you. God loves you. And so do we. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Please browse our website for other opportunities to grow in faith or serve the Lord. If you are able to worship with us at any time, we would be most honored by your presence.